Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Mile High Report Radio Horse Tracks. And now, here's what's happening in Broncos country. On this edition of who the heck is going to be the next head coach of the Denver Broncos, we have the breakdown, we have a little bit of the insider information when it comes to Sean Payton's interview that he had with Broncos on Tuesday night. We're going to talk all about that, some of the um, compensation updates when it comes to that, the Broncos ownership, David Shaw and Sean Payton, and an awesome in-depth article um, that we saw a little bit more from uh, Mike Kliss, as well as some information on Dan Quinn, Dalton Reisner, and Justin Alton. But... Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning into this edition of Horse Tracks. Of course, I'm your host, Ross. We're here to break down all things Broncos coaching, apparently, because that's what we're going to be until we get a head coach, which might be in a week or it might be in a month. We're not 100% sure on that one yet. But of course, if this is your first time tuning in, go ahead and give us a follow on whatever podcasting platform you're currently listening to this to on. Thank you guys for making us one of the most listened to football shows um, this season. And I'm sure this offseason, you guys are going to keep up just as much, if not more. Of course, you can find all of our awesome daily articles over at milehighreport.com. Of course, that's going to be your site and your source of the latest information as it breaks when it comes to the Broncos coaching search. That one's going to be up there. Awesome stuff there. So doing some more season recap stuff. Um, I'll have your guys' fan reactions from this week's overreactions. Got some saucy stuff, um, including 
Lamar Jackson over Russell Wilson. We're going ahead and talk about that one. MileHighReport.com. You can follow us on our socials at MileHighReport, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Of course, I'm a little bit more biased to the Instagram because yours truly runs that. Go ahead and find me there. Find awesome daily updates there as well. But let's go ahead and break down and take a look at what happened during Sean Payton's interview. Of course, uh, one of the things that we're most curious about is just the length. It lasted about four to five hours. This is according to Colin Cowherd. Um, and since then, the Broncos have been having, I would say, consistent communication with Payton's agent since then. Um, one of the big things, and this has popped up a few times in some, some different reports, uh, one of the big things is that of course, the Broncos ownership is impressed by Sean Payton, but Sean Payton is also impressed by the Broncos ownership group. And this is, like I said, this has been something that's been reiterated multiple times now. He likes the team that Walton has assembled, and he's also willing to work with Russell Wilson. Um, bit of a compensation update on this one as well is that the Saints general manager, Mick Lewis, he says, um, he said on Wednesday that he is looking for a deal similar to what the Raiders gave up for John Gruden. Now, if you can remember this one, it was um, the Raiders giving the Bucks two first-round picks. Now, of course, at this stage of the careers and of the just kind of overall NFL picture, um, the Bucks in John Gruden's image was a lot higher than maybe definitely how we ended. Um, and then also there was a whole, um, he was still coaching and wasn't retired thing as well. Uh, that's not John Payne in this case. I'm not sure if the Saints really have the leverage to do this. Of course, like I said, Gruden wasn't retired right now. John, uh, Sean Payne, he has a pretty cushy TV gig. Again, a good chunk of change for that one that doesn't come with the stresses, anything near the stresses that it takes with being a NFL head coach. If the Saints and the Broncos you know, say that Sean Payne wants to go to the Broncos and say that the Broncos and Saints can't get a compensation deal done for this, uh, what, what happens? Payne goes back to TV, so it makes a crap ton of money, and then the Saints end up with nothing. It's stupid. And it's, we're definitely, we can be led to believe that Sean Payton is probably more accurate with his statement of the Saints that came out earlier this week. And the Saints looking for a mid to late round, first round pick. Uh, he's, uh, of course, he's definitely had a, a big relationship with uh, Mr. Lewis. Um, and it seems like the Saints are since Sean uh, Payton has interest from multiple teams. It just seems like uh, Mickey is going to be trying to create some sort of bidding war. Um, but in order to do so, you, you got to have a little bit more leverage than what he currently has. Um, and then there's, like I said earlier, there's awesome little piece done by Mike Kliss um, on a lot of little nuggets that I'm taking from here. Um, he's nine news. All the credit to him. So, a decision isn't expected this week, um, and we got a little bit more insight to what the next steps of the interview process is going to look like, and it's expected that the uh, top three candidates will be brought into the facility itself for another interview, and then a decision will be made after that. Of course, Sean Payne is among the three. Um, the kind of three we're seeing right now is Sean Payton, Dan Quinn, 
unfortunately. And David Shaw. Uh, right now, Peyton and Quinn are considered co-favorites. And David Shaw has left a resounding mark on Denver's ownership. Um, so right now, David Shaw is either looking like a great offensive coordinator candidate or a possible sleeper head coaching candidate. Um, and now George Payton is officially expected to be held on as general manager. Um, not really, it doesn't even uh, seemingly doesn't even matter what happens with the Sean Payton situation in the head coaching situation. Um, there's a but one of the interesting things here that Cliss also mentions in this article is he's talking about Sean Payton's relationship with his pre well I guess technically still current soon to be pre former general manager um, the aforementioned Mickey Lewis and what they kind of had there and what worked out for a while with them is that Sean Payton would still have a final say or at least a heavy say when it comes to personnel decisions, roster decisions, and stuff like that. So, with Cliss including that in the article, it might be safe to say that things are trending towards the direction of Sean Payton being the next head coach of the Denver Broncos, and that George Payton is going to have to give up some of his power to uh, Sean Payton. Man, so many Paytons. What's next? You're going to bring on Peyton Manning? definitely will not say no to that one i know none of us will uh but i don't think Payne will ever be coaching an nfl team um but there's a good chance that sean Payne is going to get the finals to say in denver when it comes to roster decisions so that's a super cool thing to note and that's one of the things i was also kind of speculated too is whether depending on who the broncos bring in as head coach whether or not that's going to diminish um george payton's kind of power and influence on the team it seems like there's a little bit of smoke to that statement as well um and one thing i want to note here is the whole david shaw and sean payton relationship um so they actually was so when david shaw of course he used to be coached in the nfl um and shaw and payton previously worked together with the philadelphia eagles and also a number of years ago sean payton publicly pushed for David Shaw to be hired as a NFL head coach. So, these, these are two guys with a pre-existing relationship that is a solid working relationship um, as well. So, that's a really cool thing to note um, as well as... So, this could still be kind of what we talked about in the last uh, podcast I did here, the last horse tracks that, that um, I was on, is we were talking about maybe Jim Harbaugh and David Shaw as offensive coordinator and Ezra Evro as a defensive coordinator. Of course, Jim Harbaugh is not in the picture anymore. Um, I was a little bit bummed about that one. A lot of us here around Mile High Report were bummed around that one. And I saw it in the Instagram comments you guys were too, but also the same side there were a lot of you guys that were still pretty happy about that one. Uh, a lot of Michigan fans sending off in, the, in the, the Instagram comments as well. So you guys still have your coach. Congrats. Um, but still, even with Sean Payton being brought in, there's a good chance it could be Peyton Shaw in Evero. Um, of course, there were some uh, reports going around that you know um, Sean Payton's going to be looking to keep his guy Vic Fangio as defensive coordinator. But Vic Fangio now has been more recently 
opening up some more interviews with other teams for the, their defense coordinator spot. So it might not necessarily be a package deal with Peyton anymore, which is good news for the Broncos because Ezra Evero probably going to be a bit better as well. Um, it'd be nice to keep all that, but Peyton, Sean, Evero, I would be very, very happy with that combination, that, that set of coaches right there. Um, and just one thing here, too, is that Dan Quinn, I'm just going to give my thoughts on this one. Um, I think Dan Quinn's going to be a bad option. I've seen so many people around Broncos country reading for Dan Quinn. Pretty much no one here at uh, Mile High Report is in on Dan Quinn. We're all very leery of him and pretty worried that there's a chance that he could be the next head coach of the Denver Broncos. Um, and he would be a bad option because... Uh, even coming out of last year is that he reportedly had a bad interview with Denver last year. So he already messed up once. All right. And then even Nathaniel Hackett was chosen over him. And also let's remember um, like, like <laughs> Benji Albright. All right. Don't overreact to the Bucks game. The Bucks are not a good team. They do not really have that good of an offense. That, that, that was a fine performance, but don't let that kind of cloud your judgment when it comes to Dan Quinn. All right. Um, just not a fan of him. Do not like it. Uh, I really love the Broncos. Do not bring in Dan Quinn as your next head coach. Look at what he did when he was last a head coach. He's not a successful head coach. I don't think he should be given another chance, at least not with the Denver Broncos right now. To me, it's Sean Payne bust, but even David Shaw might suffice at this point. I'd be way, way more open to him being the head coach rather than Dan Quinn. But the last couple bits of news here, moving on from that, those coaching updates, is that Dalton Reisner, uh, he's seemingly on his way out of Denver. There's a lot of speculation for that, especially given the way the season ended. He is a free agent. Um, and, of course, there is some amazing journalism going on here. And the speculation is rising because of a TikTok that his wife posted. Essentially, it's just she was just hinting them figuring out the next place he'll be living, i.e. not Denver. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I know we won't. The, I would be okay with the Broncos bringing Reznor back on, like, uh, on the very average salary and contract. I think he's going to be wanting more, so the Broncos definitely should not be paying for overpaying for a guy like him. Now, the last thing uh, I have for you guys today is that the uh, latest on Wednesday is that the Titans plan to request an interview. I guess technically still current offensive coordinator for the Broncos, Justin Alden. Um, now, I'm super curious to see what happens with Alden because it turned out, you know, look at the last two, three games, is that... He wasn't the problem with the Broncos offense. It was Nathaniel Hackett that was truly the problem. Uh, and he still may fit in with the next coaching staff in Denver. Um, so it's just it's just a weird floating puzzle piece right now that doesn't really have a fit anywhere. Um, but could be interesting. He could have an interesting role to play. Um, and he could be a good offensive coordinator candidate for a handful of teams. Um, I would I would say that he's definitely a better offensive coordinator candidate than Nathaniel Hackett. That's for sure. Look at you, New York. What you doing? What you got? What you guys doing? It's, if, if you want to sign Lamar Jackson, 
I don't think bringing in Nathaniel Hackett as your offensive coordinator is a very good way to go about that one. I'm not an NFL coach by any means. I'm not a GM. I'm, I'm not big knowledgeable about that one, but it's just a sneaking suspicion that I have. But ladies and gentlemen, that's going to about wrap it for us on this edition of Horse Tracks. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, let us know your thoughts. Reach out to us on socials and all that stuff. We have tons of articles going on. So you can also go into the, the comments on those articles uh, relating to the coaching search and drop your um, little bit of maybe your two cents on this one as well. Um, please go ahead leave a five-star review if you guys haven't done so already that really helps us out when it comes to um recommendations um on whatever platform you're on um, and so of course we want to spread the broncos news as far and wide as possible um go ahead and follow us on the whatever podcasting platform um, that you're currently listening to this on if you haven't done so already uh, milehighreport.com social medias at milehighreport you guys are awesome um it's been a interesting at least to say the least an interesting off season so far but uh, thank you guys for your continued support over the season now back into the off season hope you guys have a fantastic thursday and the fantastic end of your week you guys are great and you guys all deserve to have a really really just great day thank you for listening and uh go out and uh just spread the love and spread the love of the broncos i guess yeah <laughs>